You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. I just want to say simply, there's a, an undeniable connection between sharing my faith as a Christian and my own spiritual growth and understanding. And if I'm not sharing my faith, I'm not growing. Okay? So if you're not sharing your faith, you're not growing. By the way, if you're not sharing your faith, you ought to wonder if it's really real. How in the world can you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and not want to share it with people? How in the world can you have the love of God shed abroad in your heart and not want other people to have what you have? I'm going to heaven. As Pastor Danny leads us through the short book of Philemon in today's message, you'll be reminded of the calling that all of us share as believers. You've received a life-changing gift through Jesus Christ. Not only has He secured your eternity with Him, but He's given you freedom from sin right now and peace in your heart that no earthly relationship or possession could ever give. As the recipient of such amazing grace, how can you help but share it with the people you encounter? Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Philemon, chapter 1, with today's edition of The Living Word. Philemon. Be real easy to find Philemon if you know where Titus is. If you don't, it might be tough because it's only 25 verses. But I am so thankful that God put this letter in the Scriptures for us. Starts off like this, verse 1. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy our brother. Now, stop there for just a minute. I know that's half the verse. Ancient writings, when they wrote in these days, they put their name first. I kind of wish we'd still do that, because then you can decide whether you want to read the letter or not. You know, you read the letter first, then you find out who it's from, and you go, I wish I'd have never read it. Well, here they put who it's from before they give you the substance of the letter. Paul, the apostle, I want to read it. And right away, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, that tells you his attitude in life and in the circumstances he found himself. He's a prisoner of Rome, humanly speaking. But in his mind, from his perspective, he's a prisoner of Christ Jesus. Now, leave there just for a minute. Philippians, back to the left. Philippians chapter 1. Philippians is one of four letters that Paul wrote, Philemon being one of them that came to be known as the prison epistles because he wrote them while a prisoner of Rome. Philippians chapter 1, he writes to the Philippian church from prison because they're kind of concerned about his imprisonment and his chains. And so he encourages them. Verse 12 of chapter 1, here's what he says. I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. As a result, it's become clear throughout the whole palace guard, not just one guard, all the guards, and to everyone else, that I'm in chains for Christ. Paul realized his circumstances in life, including his imprisonment, was in the divine plan of God for his life, because he's a follower of Jesus Christ. He closes Philippians this way, chapter 4, verse 22. All the saints send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. People in Caesar's palace, and not the one in Vegas, came to know Jesus Christ because of Paul's imprisonment. So back in Philemon, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker, to Aphia, our sister, 
to Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in your home. Most scholars agree, and it seems very easy to know because of the way it's written, that the church that meets in your home. So Aphia lives together with Archippus and Philemon. Uh, Aphia is no doubt Philemon's wife. Archippus is their son. They're all very involved in ministry. We know Paul writes in Colossians at the end, tell Archippus, see that you complete the work God's given you. See you complete it. Christian family, all involved in ministry, uh, probably fairly well-to-do, has a house big enough that they opened it for meetings of the church. And in the early church, all the church met in homes. It wasn't until the third century they started building buildings like we did here. And so they're a family that's very involved in ministry. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 4, I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers because I hear about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you'll have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. Now, that could be a whole lesson, message in itself, verse 6. But I just want to say simply, there's an undeniable connection between sharing my faith as a Christian and my own spiritual growth and understanding. And if I'm not sharing my faith, I'm not growing. Okay? So if you're not sharing your faith, you're not growing. By the way, if you're not sharing your faith, you ought to wonder if it's really real. How in the world can you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and not want to share him with people? How in the world can you have the love of God shed abroad in your heart and not want other people to have what you have? I'm going to heaven. I'm not going to hell. I was going to hell for 19 years of my life. And 19 years old, I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I want everybody to have the Savior I have. Everybody. Why wouldn't you want everybody to be saved? Verse 7, your love has given me great joy and encouragement. Because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the saints. Now, in these opening lines, you know a lot about Philemon and his family. They're committed and Philemon himself is a very outgoing Christian. He, he reaches out. He's opened up his home. He refreshes the heart of the saints. His name's very interesting because Philemon means affectionate. And in the Lord, as a Christian, he certainly was. Very godly man. But as a godly man, this letter is a fresh test in his Christian faith. Look at verse 8. Therefore, although in Christ I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do, Yet I appeal to you on the basis of love. I then as Paul, an old man, and now also a prisoner of Christ Jesus, I appeal to you for my son, Onesimus, who became my son while I was in chains. Formerly he was useless to you. The word means unprofitable. And he's talking about unprofitable because Onesimus wasn't a Christian. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he's become useful both to you and to me. I'm sending him who is my very heart, back to you. I would have liked to keep him with me so that he could take your place in helping me while I'm in chains for the gospel. But I didn't want to do anything without your consent so that any favor you do will be spontaneous and not forced. Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back for good, no longer as a slave. Stop there. Now we know who Onesimus is. Onesimus is Philemon's slave. Slavery was just a part of the culture of the day. It wasn't like slavery in our American history. Nevertheless, 
the slave owner did own the slave or slaves. They were property. And under Roman law, they had every right to treat their slaves the way they deemed fit and necessary. Onesimus. Paul says, Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back for good. No longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He's very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. I love this letter. Paul says to Philemon, in the providence of God, maybe the reason Onesimus was separated from you, and we'll learn just a minute, Ran away from his master. You know where he ran to? Rome. Biggest city he knew. He could hide there as a fugitive, he thought. But in the providence of God, somehow he ended up in contact with a prisoner named Paul. When he got to Rome, no doubt, he's homeless. He has no means uh, except for what he got from his master, and we'll see that in a minute. Maybe he got in trouble. Maybe he got arrested. And we don't have the details. We don't know the details. They aren't recorded in the Bible. They aren't recorded in the history. But somehow, he came in contact with the Apostle Paul, and Paul led him to Christ. Amazing. Thought he could run and hide in Rome. You can run from God, but you can't hide. You can just imagine what Philemon's emotions are like as he's reading this letter. Here's his former slave. <laughs> now, led to Christ, the same Savior that he has, no doubt he had shared Christ with his slave, but it took him running away and ending up with the Apostle Paul. Did Onesimus really go back? We know he did. Now before we continue, Colossians, one of the prison epistles, here's what Paul writes in the closing part, chapter 4 of Colossians. We know from reading Colossians that that's where Philemon and his family lived, so that's where Onesimus would have ran from to Rome. Verse 7 of chapter 4, Colossians. Let me read it for you. Tychicus will tell you all the news about me. He's a dear brother, a faithful minister, and a fellow servant in the Lord. I'm sending him to you for the express purpose that you may know about our circumstances and that he may encourage your hearts. He's coming with Onesimus, our faithful and dear brother who is one of you, a Colossian. They'll tell you everything that is happening here. He went back with Tychicus and the letter of Colossians to the Colossian church, which no doubt Philemon would have heard, even perhaps read, to the congregation that met in his home. So he's got Colossians and he's got Philemon, the very personal letter to him. The gospel message is more than just a message you hear at church. It's an entire lifestyle change that's unique to each and every follower of Christ. The Word of God is meant to change you and change the way you interact with the world around you. You're meant to live the Word, not just read it. Has Jesus had that kind of effect on your life? We're so glad that you joined us for today's edition of The Living Word. Pastor Danny Hodges has been teaching through the book of Philemon a letter written by the Apostle Paul that contains a powerful and personal message. We hope that your faith has been encouraged by what you've heard today. If you'd like to explore more of Pastor Danny's teachings from the Word of God, you can do so by visiting our website, ccf.com. 
S-T-P-E-T-E dot church. Just click on sermons to be directed to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe. That way you'll never miss a new edition of The Living Word. Are you listening in the St. Petersburg area right now? If so, we have a special invitation for you. Pastor Danny and all of us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship would love to have you join us for our weekend services. We gather on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. And your presence would be such a blessing to us. Find out more and get directions at ccfstpete.church. Once more, that website is ccfstpete.church. Thanks for tuning in today. We pray you continue to seek Jesus every day and grow in your relationship with Him. Join us next time to hear another message from Scripture right here on The Living Word.